<laughs> my next topic was, uh, uh, oh, sorry, I don't know if I'm going to say the name right, how Louis Vuitton or LMVH are going to invest $97 million into oh. YG Entertainment. Is Louis Vuitton? Louis Vuitton? Louis Vuitton, yeah. yeah. Yes, it's what? Louis Vuitton. Champs, Champs and Hennessy, and they, they have Dior. It's a it's a group, like group. Oh, okay. Because I was like, that's so that's kind of, sounds kind of ran like very random. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think. Uh, have you heard guys heard about those that news? I have heard about it, but I just was kind of like. Because it just seemed like a very random thing, like, okay, Louis Vuitton, and they want to invest in, in YG. I'm like, okay. Um, I, you know, my whole thing is that I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll see a lot of YG people wearing Louis Vuitton now. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Um, it's, to be honest, it's just not Louis Vuitton. It's... It's an umbrella company, so it's, they have like a lot of different brand names. I think over 2025, 20, like Dior, Donna Karen, they have a lot. Um, what I think is interesting, interesting is like, as you as you said, Ashley, it's so random. It's like, I, I, I personally, I think it's t thanks to GD <laughs> because, like. He's pimping like Louis Vuitton blankets. Like we all know that YG is famous for having brand products on them and yeah. showing it off too much, in my opinion. I mean, it kind of makes sense in a way because YG is like they're kind of known for you know pimping out you know different brands and whatever and then. You know, for their misfashions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that sort of thing. So it's like, okay, yeah, I can see Louis Vuitton getting with them. It's kind of random, but I guess the pairing kind of makes sense in, in that way. Well, I think it's because, uh, like, the YG artists are, I think this, in, in a way, it's their way of investing into Asia or Korea or into like to do pretty much product placement. Mm. That's what they. That, that's the reason they're doing it. But the amount of money, like close to a one hundred million dollars, that's a lot. That's like yeah. twenty 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 to twenty five percent of the YG entertainment. Looking stock. at the article, they were mentioning, and I always forget. I don't know why. Sigh. As one of the YG talents, and that's probably, you know, he's the, the most prominent K-pop person. So they probably think we want to get our brand um, more noticed across Asia. K-pop is popular. Size popular. He's known in other countries. Um, yeah, let's go with the company that Sai is in. <laughs> you know, to get the most, um, you know. To get the most promotion, um, I guess that's yeah. how I kind of see it. I, um, I I don't think actually they're I think they did their homework on this because they 
because they, I think they understand like of all those companies in of any entertainment company in East Asia, I think, in my opinion, YG is the one who is mostly known for their use of brand products or clothing or fashion. But I wonder if Louis Vuitton. I, I'm just looking at it from, just from, I guess what I, I know or suspect of American like, pro, um, companies if they would even look into it that much to, if they would even and I that's not even, like to, for us that's like a no brainer. It's like yeah, YG they they promote stuff, but you know, for me, it's like, would an American company even bother to, like, research into it that much to know that they, you know, do that? You know, <laughs> that they that they are kind of, you know, the fashionistas of um, K-pop, you know? Well, I think they would have to, though, because that's a lot of yeah. money they're investing in. I, that's what I'm thinking. They, just, they just can't just give that to them and be like, okay, here you go, because you got Sai, we're going to invest you all this money. So, yeah. I would think they'd have to do some form of research to do to give them yeah. that much investment. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have like a Hong Kong trading company broken for them. So I think they, even even if they did, didn't do it, I think they had another company or trader look into it. I like just like Kara said, I have a hard time believing that somebody invests almost a hundred million dollars without looking at what they spend it on. Yeah. Especially and LVM, I must always confuse their name. LVMH is a European company, so I think they are a little bit different. And I know um, Prada is very like they're very well aware of different continents, uh, taste or fashion, like what's going on. I know Prada is. I don't know about so I'm imagining since LVMH is owns Prada. I'm guessing they also know it. Mm. But well, well, it's interesting. It's all, I, yeah, all I know right now in YG building, everyone's like, you get an LV bag, you get an LV bag. Everyone's <laughs> like, Oprah right now. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I'm like. I'm, like the next YG video, whoever comes out with the um, MV next, it's just going to be Louis Vuitton everywhere on everything. And Dior. And Dior and Marc Jacobs and just, you know, it's going to be all over everything. But like, like you said, I mean, it, in in a way, people people kind of probably won't even notice in a sense because, like you said, they're known as being the fashionistas and the ones that, you know, get with the, you know, big um, clothing brands and, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, why is that? You know, like, why is YG the only one that kind of decks their artist out in, like, name brand clothing? Because I was thinking the other day, now, I don't mind their clothing this time around, but one group that their concept, like, outfits and stuff tends to drive me crazy is Sistar. Sistar, I feel oh. like a lot of the clothes that they've worn, when they promote, it's just, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just cheap looking. A lot of the stuff they've given them mm -hmm. to wear, and I'm just like, they like they, they just couldn't like go to an H&M or, or something and just like get something nice. And, it's and, funny how you say H&M. Well, I don't know. 
I think, again, it has to do with product placement, and, like, they just don't get those big brand names stuff. So. Yeah. And I really think it has to do with their Cordy, too. So whoever their Cordy is, they need to fire them. Yeah. The I'm just is. like, you know, they're all good-looking girls. They have great figures. And, yes. like, this time around, I think, you know, they're keeping it simple with the top and the shorts and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, that's 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 okay. But, you know, before, it's just been like, I, you know, like, why? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it just looks like they made it backstage or something. And I'm like, you know, for a minute, it gets better get-ups than this. Secret gets better get-ups than them. Everybody gets better. Since <laughs> <laughs> their stylist is out to get them, I don't know what they did to that stylist, but that that person is out to get them. I'm, like well, like I said, I think this time around they look they they're looking okay. They're kind of sticking to like a, a kind of essential theme with the clothing, and they're looking all right. But you know, I did just in the past. It's kind of bothered me. And on that note, um, before we move on, Secret totally, completely took took me off guard this week because I I I wasn't paying attention and I totally thought I was one of those people that totally thought they were going to do like a slow song and and they didn't, and they came back with this you know jazzy thing, and it's kind of like the old Secret again except it's kind of not. But, you know, everyone's kind of like, yeah, it's, you know, old secret because, you know, they're not, at least they're not doing the cutesy thing again, which they're way too old for. Um, what do you guys think about that? Yeah. I thought it was funny because everyone was like, oh, they're going to come back with the cutesy concerts again because from what the teasers looked like and then the song, the album teaser too, like, pop people were feeling like, oh, it's going to be kind of, maybe like a cutesier song, but when the song came out, oh, I mean, the song is good. It definitely gives me um, Poison vibes, like their song Poison. Yeah. I yeah. feel like from the beginning, people, like, their their concept, people didn't think it was going to be a cutesy thing. They just thought the song was going to be more, like, melancholy, maybe slow or jazzy. Didn't think it was going to be, like, more of a Poison thing. But then I then like when I think about that I come to like the other thing that problem that I have with Secret which I used to love Secret and I still like them but their songs all have kind of the same sound and it's like they you know and they have songs with different sounds but they're, they're the songs that they promote have like the same kind of sound so it's like you, you don't really have which I think is one of the reasons why Shy Boy did so well is because it was distinctive, and then you know their um uh their uh whatever the company there was T S yeah. I think it is yeah. you know kind of mistook that as oh we should just go cutesy all the time and and that was I think that was definitely the wrong way to go it was just a, it was it was a distinctive sound for them because the rest of their songs just kind of had this kind of Poison, Madonna, you know, they all kind of sound similar, which, and they're good at that, but... What, you mean Magic Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, that they released? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good sound for them, but it's like, you know, you, you have to just, you know, make yourself stand out at some point, and that's what they did with Shy Boy, and then T.S. was like, well, 
that was successful. Let's do that two, three more times. And, uh, and then, you know, we had the other stuff, which, you know, I don't even want to name. No, um, <laughs> but, I mean, what do you guys think of the, the, um, the newest, um, the newest, the new stuff? Well, like I, I just think, said, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I think the Secret's new song shows how to m m execute perfectly a basic K-pop song. They, and that's the thing they did. Like the video. Hey, Noah, can you get like, closer to the mic? Okay, sorry. Can you hear me now? Um, now? I can hear you. Now? Yeah. Yeah, that's better. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. I think uh, that's how you do a basic K-pop song flawlessly because the dance, the choreography is amazing. The videos, the video, the, the girls look good. Hannah's face is looking like her, more like and more like her original face. I was like. I recognize yeah, you. I, that was one thing. I was looking at her face. I was like, okay, that's not bad. I think part of that is because her haircut is, is really nice, too. Her hair and yeah. color and everything is really, well, really complimentary. I gotta say, though, I'm not really feeling her rap part in the song. It's kind of like... It felt me off to me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of one of those things where you feel like, you know, they just kind of stuck it in there for... Well, she's, the, she's the rapper of the group, so I think that's why. But, but this yeah, is good in the song. That's Severely the underutilized rapper of the group, I would like to, to add. But she sings in the song, too, so it's like before she raps, she sings. Uh, yeah, but I feel like yeah. that's because if she didn't, she would have like hardly any parts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just glad they're actually putting her in the center for once of like usually she's like oh I'm, she sings and then she doesn't rap and no, she doesn't even have now she's like in the center of the choreography like people like you could see her she's not there for yeah. like one two three bye yeah she's not like she's not like dozen of sisters like one line two line okay bye I, I'm I'm in that sense I'm happy for her and good on them I mean I, I don't hate sister I don't hate uh, secret secret so good for them. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan, but I'm not a hater either. So good. Um, for me, the song is okay. Um, like I, like I was just saying, it was like it reminds me really much of Poison, and Poison wasn't really my favorite song either. So, to me, the song is not is not the greatest song or not their best song, but it's a decent song, and it's something I could definitely like jam to, or like just have like I could listen to like for a few times. Um, and I guess it makes people happy because it's not a, a slow song or a, a cute yeah. song. Yeah, I think but, people are just happy that it's not another cute song. They're like, yes, okay, keep going on this track, please, you know. Yeah. I think people are just happy that they're not doing the cute thing anymore because it just never really fit them. Shy Boy was kind of an anomaly, but you know, it just, they're, they're just way better with the fierce thing. And totally. now, I think the thing is, is that if they can just get, like, a new sound in there, <laughs> they I don't might know. be on to something. 
Well, who knows? Because I mean, they're under TS, which is known for recycling sounds, aka <laughs> like um. But um, I don't know. But with this one, I don't see them winning number one with it, or I don't see. Them, yeah, I don't either. I don't um, see them getting that many new fans with it. Or I don't know. I think it may uh, like bring, it may like bring them back, like give them some more momentum that I think they lost. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think before people were like, you know, oh, you know, what is going on with this group? And seeing them come back, you know, fairly strong like this may give them some momentum. So in that sense, you know, that would be helpful. And, you know, I, you know, if they, you know, were smart, they would build on that and, you know, I don't know, release something even better than, than, um, their current song, but yeah, I mean, I do hope for them to get more like more attention and that they'll gain more fans and stuff because I do like Secret and it and it saddens me that to see how because they were so prominent when they came out. Well, not when they came out, but like later on in their career when they came out with yeah. Like, mm. um, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, this group is so different, and then you know. Cause, yeah, because when they came out with like magic and stuff, like they yeah. got a lot of popularity with that, and like they were even winning like they didn't win a day song, but they won like one of those like they were winning those big awards and stuff. Like they were on the music shows and everything. Yeah, and I haven't really seen that from them in a while. Yeah, so hopefully with this, it'll bring them back on their course to make them continue going up instead of just staying stuck in the middle that they currently mm-hmm. are. So, go ahead, sister. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think from the sister, resident like this, sister like fan. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I think, like you said, Ash, um, like they had a scandal and it set them back quite a lot, and um, and I'm just actually totally happy that they're gaining some momentum, like you said, and uh, and that Korean people or like, Korean fans or netizens or whatever are not. Like bashing them for what happened like ten years ago, and in, 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 instead just focusing. Oh, they look nice. Oh, I like their song. I like their styling. Or I like their new new face or whatever. So I'm happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I stand so hard for for them. I remember when Madonna came out, and I was just like secret, and then and then Chai Boy came out, and then. You know, the plastic surgery happened, and the name changes, and it's just, you know, you know, and and and, and I, I, you know, I feel like I'm kind of getting pulled back in with the new stuff, and I think maybe that possibly could be happening with other fans too, and just being like, okay, this is the old secret that I remember, you know. Um, one more, oh. Uh, can I just say, if they go yeah. they do another solo, can they please get better songs? Because their last, you know, what's her name's uh, debut solo song? The one that I just did at the, what's her name again? Um, I can't, you know? Wait, it, it, Hyo song, there we go. Yeah, Hyo song. Um, her solo Hyo song. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it wasn't that great. And she's a very talented girl and... She it's really not right. I mean, I feel like she shines in the group, but she's not really solo material. If it makes, if that makes sense. 
Mm, kind of does, but if they try it again, they should just give her a better song because <laughs> I feel like that song wasn't, it just wasn't good enough. But no, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel the same way as far as that's concerned. Um, before we move on, um, I feel like it wouldn't be appropriate if I didn't mention Taman. And um, his, uh, you know, new Danger MV and concept, whatever whatever the hell it is that he's doing, um, <laughs> his his coming out. I, I feel like this is his like his coming out party or something. I don't know. What? What? Um, but. Um, yeah, have you guys been paying attention to to Taman's solo stuff and No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't have um, shiny yeah, fans have. today. I'm not yes, a shiny have. fan, have... but I've been... no, I mean What happened to what? <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, I'm not uh, a shiny fan, but I've been uh, hearing so much about Taman and seeing some photos and video of what he's been doing. Um, I was just wondering if you guys have seen it and had any thoughts on it. I'm just an O'Neill fan, no? but uh, I like shiny. I like Jonghyun. I like them. I like um, about his solo debut. I like. It felt weird seeing him without a shirt. I don't, I don't know. I, sure. <laughs> 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 I mean, it, it reminded me of the was it Lucifer? No, the other song when he when he was also half naked. But the thing is, like, I can I can't see him as a man in a way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but anyways, and the song actually, I like the song. I like the verses. I I don't know what's up with. SM and their choruses. Like, why are their choruses always so different? I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like, I just, it's like the song. I don't know, maybe it's some kind of like thing that they're trying out. I, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I felt the same thing with the Red Light District. I was like, ooh, this song, this song is good. And then the Red Light, I'm like, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and I feel. I feel it's not as bad. I mean, in one way, I'm kind of glad. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm glad they're experimenting. But at mm. the same time, it's like, mm, I don't know if I like it or not. Um. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, but I love the verse. I, the, uh, I actually like the song. I, I think he's... He has charisma. He likes. He pulls it off. He, he does. I, I mean, I've never really, like, I really noticed any of the shiny members individually um, really so this is my first time really like noticing one of them but I'm like this Taman guy is pretty good yeah I yeah mean, um, exactly that's how um, I feel but I do feel one thing I think I feel like my friend who is not a big K-pop fan but like sometimes watches K-pop with me like he looks like that guy from Troublemaker. I was like, you are so, <laughs> you are so right. He looks like you're so from Beast. Yeah, oh even my... with the blonde hair, though. The whole, the, like the whole, 
Like, Heath Ledger is asking for his hair back. That's what he did. Yeah, well, yeah, he does have that. From the cut. grave. Yeah. God bless you, Heath Ledger. But, yeah, that's like, oh my gosh, he is so right. He he looks like Kyo-san from Beast. Like, the whole styling, the makeup, the dancing. I'm like, he's been, he's been stealing And I'm, from... I'm looking at uh, his uh, Music Bank performance, and he's doing a lot of Michael Jackson stuff. I mean, yeah. not that... K-pop people don't always do Michael Jackson stuff, but he's doing a lot of Michael Jackson stuff. Hillsong also does a lot of Michael Jackson stuff. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even a Beast fan, but I, I think like I'm, I've read a lot of comments about people feel like he's morphing into Jaejong, and mm. I do agree. Like the blonde hair, the piercing, the like the whole like the whole vibe, the rocker ad, the rocker styling. Mm. But more more than that, I feel like he's looking like Hillsong. I mean, he he looks exactly like Hillsong did for the Troublemaker Part Two or whatever whatever it was. Mm. At least for me, what do you guys think? I can see the resemblance with the whole hair and um, shirtlessness that I don't need to see from either. Because <laughs> um, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't kill me, be so shiny fans. But um, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm dry. I'll take anything. But yeah, I mean, that. the only thing is, like, I've seen in some circles people saying, oh, you know, th- this is on the level of, like, Michael Jackson, you know, you know, splitting away from the Jackson 5 or Justin splitting away from NSYNC. <laughs> oh, and I'm no, like, no. really? <laughs> no, 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 don't go there. <laughs> okay. Who are you and where are you going with these people? No, no. <laughs> have a seat. Have all the seats in the building and sit the fuck down. <laughs> no. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I just found one of the shirtless pictures. Okay, this is, um, do you guys remember that, um, this is bringing so many 90s, like early 2000 feels to me, because the hair and the shirtlessness and the leather jacket is just screaming like Ryan Phillippe and <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, like Cruel Intentions kind of stuff to me, I don't know, it's. Um, it's weird. I'm just gonna I'm gonna click off of that and yeah. I don't but, mind um, it. Oh, sorry. Cayman, it seems like the fangirls like it, so um oh, yes, I, I I predict that he will be um you know in the top five at very least pretty soon. Um uh, according to rumors uh, or some news pieces I saw around um, Red Velvet um, is already in like the top three on the latest Inky Gaio. Yeah. Again, against um, BTS and. Um, Don't you mean BAP? I'm not BAP. I am not kidding. Oh, yeah. Block B, sorry. Um, too, too many B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and um, and um, Sistar. Sistar, yeah. Um, they're already in. Know in contention for a number one against those groups, which you know I saw it coming. You know it, and and, and you know I don't mean this as a slight to Red Velvet because I don't have a problem with them. They're a new group, but it's always that whole thing. I always see them and I'm like, you know, if they were anybody but SM, 
you know, you know, I saw it like on Omona. I could see it happening as they came. But everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, I love them! I love their hair. They're so awesome!" Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's got gifts of them and everything. And it's just like you could feel it coming, you know, because they're an SM group and they're new and they're fairly talented. And their song isn't bad, so you know they get all of the attention in the world. Mm. Um, and you know, I I don't you know, I don't resent them for that. But at the same time, I'm just like you know, I feel like you know they're getting praised for you know, and they haven't even shown their full abilities yet. I don't know. I, I totally agree with you, and that's what I think, even as a person who is a fan of a lot of YG groups, I think the same thing, like, I know Wailer are going to probably, they're already number one on most charts, and they're probably going to uh, win uh, a lot of these music shows, and I think, and I do agree, it's unfair, like, there's a lot, of, like, just look at you kiss, come on! <laughs> Oh I'm, my goodness! This, it, it never <laughs> fails. You kiss always gets mentioned at least once during these podcasts. Even if nothing to do with them. Why must you hurt me this way, Noah? Why must you bring you kiss? No, no, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it because I like. I really feel for and more than you kiss. I feel for the boss. I don't know if you know the group. Like yeah, they can. They've been around as long, I don't know, they've been around like, around forever, and they can sing, honestly, they, I think they can sing better than DBSK, and, and they are actually talented, they, but they're, they're still not winning, they're, nobody gives, gives a crap about them in Korea, all of the money they're making is in Japan, so, yeah, I do agree with you, totally, Ash, I feel like, like, these groups need to prove something, and it used to be JYP too, but not anymore since GOT7 didn't get number one immediately, right? Who? GOT7. No, they haven't won yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like SM is a lot more instantaneous with their groups. Like, their fans are just ready to, I mean, you saw it with EXO, and, and it's they're just ready to, you know, get behind whomever. And I... You know, I thought maybe it was just, you know, the power of the pretty boy with XO, but you see Red Velvet and they've barely come out and everyone's just already, like, you know, crazy over them. And I'm like, you know, they're okay, but, I mean, they haven't even got a chance to really do anything yet, you know? Yeah. Happiness is all right. I mean, I don't think they're a bad group. I think they have a lot of potential, but they haven't been able to really show it. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, with red, with red velvet, like you, like how you said, Ash. Like I think they're talented and they have a lot of room for even more greater potential and room for improvement. But I don't think happiness is like the song, like the song, or like you know, or the great, the greatest song. Like I think it's a cute song and, it's, and it goes well with their image, their current image. But. Mm, I don't know. All I know is, is that if if it's not a star that wins Inkigayo, then Block B should win because they're doing well. As, they're doing very good as well. 
And I it'll definitely be upset. I can't find anything as of yet. Um, as of this recording of this podcast, I'm sure it'll be out by the time this podcast gets posted. But um, as to who won, but um, it'll be a huge upset if they actually win. I'd be very surprised. Um, but I mean, I mean, like, cause you know when Miss A debuted with um, Good Girl, Bad Girl. Mm. Um, they won with their debut song, but, but that was a whole different. But that song was so good. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I was just saying. Like, um, the difference though is that that song was it took everyone by surprise. Like, it was mm. just that it was that song that everybody fell in love the moment they heard it for the first time. It was huge in Korea. Yeah. Mm. So that's. But I feel like happiness isn't such a huge song. I just feel like it's big amongst SM fans. You know. Yeah, I don't see happiness being a song that everyone's really, you know, talking about. And then there's still, you know, rumors about them being part of a larger girl group, and then the Soli thing, and and I don't know. It's it messy. Just, <laughs> I just feel like they're benefiting from a lot of coincidental things right now, but. Um, like I said, no, no, you know, no harm or whatever to to Red Velvet. I just kind of, you know, I noticed a lot of the the fandom kind of springing up online, and I was like, wow, this is fast. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I'm like, like your face could never, and I'm like, my face have been already. So I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. But, you know. But that aside, <laughs> <But laughs> I think yes, and and it's not against SM fans like uh, you said, Ash. It's it's also uh, for me. It's also why do you think? But it's like if you're part of the biggest companies, you automatic automatically are going to get fans as soon as yeah. you release a new group, and and it's uh, and it is unfair. And but that's how we kind of works. But yeah. the thing is, but the thing is like I mean. The thing that is impressive about it is like SM can half ass a debut, no promotions, no like endless teasers yeah. like XTS. I mean it's really obvious that they kind of you know pushed them out there to kind of cover for FX. Yeah. Um, and it's like so. this like the song is probably from FX repack supposedly future repackage album. Like it's like the, like the B side of something. It's it's not a good song. Like the girls are cute. They are they can sing. That's that we know, and they look pretty. But yeah, it's like wow. SM has a hold on this. They are like they have a lot of power. Like JYP could never do that. Yeah. YG YG barely. Yeah. We'll have to see if they actually ever release a group other than Winner. Winner's doing well. Like, and I was about to say, Winner is kind of, um, kind of um, benefiting from the same things. I guess you could say Red Velvet is being from the company they are and being successful. I mean, apart from you being a Winner fan, but mm. it does help that they're from YG, so you know they get that actually, added. It does not for me, but at least. But the th I think also for Winner, they they have been building their fan base for a very long time. They, like they have been building it since. That's well, true. I mean, they do. September. They do have a sense of longevity. I mean, Red August. Velvet literally sprung up in like a 
a day, and then they debut the next day. Exactly. So, like, yeah. yeah, and I think that's a difference. Like, they have been on reality shows, people have been following them, and they have been, they have their own, they had their own TV show, so, and, and they have uh, one famous member. And I think member. also on some, like, dark, deep level, people are waiting for the next girl's generation. Like, they're always like, oh, we mm. love Soshi, but they're, in, in a way, they're waiting, they want to see the next one. They're, I agree. They, it, people are not, <sighs> not tired, because I, I feel like Soshi fans will watch Soshi forever. But they they still want to see what's next. So I feel like there's still kind of like that part where it's like we want to see the next big girl group. Because FX, you know, people thought they were going to be it. But, you know, SM was kind of, I don't know, they've always been weird with them. They're the middle child. <laughs> yes, they're yes, the no. child. They're the ones that are locked in the basement. So, um... <laughs> Um, so, it's just, yeah, everyone's kind of, you know, like, what's the next thing going to be? Because we've had Soshi for how many years now, so what are you going to do next? So, mm. Red Velvet is kind of that kind of peak at that, you know, mm. whether they're, it's just them or if they're part of a bigger thing, I don't know. But, yeah, that was something I noticed. Um... Back, uh, yeah. I'm going to end with a couple of things unless one of you guys wants to um, talk about something before I do. That you're free no. to bring up no. anything. Not me. Uh, <laughs> bring up everything. Mm, I mean, well, kind of just to mention it because I talked about it before we started. Um, the whole with Inky and... Now that if you if you have Whoa. a 19 plus rated um, music video, it will not count towards um, um, points for Inkigayo, so you'll get a zero. <coughs> Kiana. Uh, Kiana, but um, <laughs> she's actually I think this is her goodbye. Like she's like, cause I saw from Music Bank, it was her goodbye stage. So I think this week is like her last week promoting. Yeah, she um, just kind of like threw her hat and was like, all right. I was like, I've, <laughs> I mean, I I felt like that was like a direct hit at Hyuna. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how else to look at it. So all these groups or whatever, if they want to release a 19 plus video, expect it to not help you out on Ikigayo. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. Like, of all, like, of all broadcasting companies, SBS, they are not known to be the strict one. It's like it's usually, it's usually KBS. So I'm like, and for what purpose? Like, what what are their intentions? I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, what, okay, what, um, sister song, right? You know, right? Um, Touch my body. And mm -hmm. um, Bora, she has in her rap part. The last part in her rap, she says, um, "Red pool." And in on Inky Gayo, they make her edit that out and make her say something about a cafe or something like that. So. I don't know. I think they're starting to get a little bit weird. SBS, like she can't say Red Pool on Inkigayo anymore. It's something about a cafe. She, they changed the lyrics to something with the cafe. Oh, really weird. So I, I know, know that the music shows are technically supposed to be family entertainment, mm. but I also know that they have different 
like I, I I know that they have different ratings. Like some of them are fifteen plus, and some of them are. I don't know. I don't remember the exact ones, but. In that sense, I agree. Like most of these shows in Korea are watched by, like young kids to teenagers, like, in from what I understand from outside perspective. Is not a lot of adults that are watching it unless they are like Ajushi fans or something. Yeah. But, so like, I can understand if you like if you have a eight year old like twelve year old watching Hyuna like shaking her ass on the floor. I'm like, what are you watching? Train channel. Well, that's <laughs> like you know in America that's like regular programming. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but Korea is more conservative. So, but yes, I did is. find I was looking for the lyric that had the pool word in it that they would. I guess that they're censoring, and it looks like this is it. The um, the verse that Bora um, um, sings, the candlelight in your heart gets revealed one by one. When things are hard, take a break. Here in the red pool, do you like my lips or my body? Tell me honestly, here, 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 or there, there, there. Yeah, they they made her they made her edit the red pool part on Inkigayo. I don't know if this is another like red ocean thing or what. I don't I know. Think, I have a feeling it's like people <laughs> think like it's a just of just like you know maybe I guess so they change they have to change it. What I like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be nasty, but what's so special about Red Pool? What's so I don't get it. Um, uh, Noah, you know how women have their, you know. So why it is that? I didn't want to be nasty. <laughs> you know, they have their special special times every month. Their period. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that, you. That, that should be. That's, that's basically it. Okay, I I suspected <laughs> that, but I didn't I didn't I didn't think she, like no, not a Korean pop star. They will not talk about that kind of stuff. And yeah, and I was, mean, with when when it was with um you know DBSK, people were like, that's totally not what they're talking about. And actually, that made sense because it was they were talking about the Cassiopeia or whatever their fandom and their colors red and and everything. So they were like the red ocean. I'm not sure what this what the sister lyrics are alluding to um, but it seems like whenever this kind of thing comes up you know the the band hammer comes down and you're like no this is you know offensive so oh mm. it's they're on the, they're on that 50 shades kind of thing like weird <laughs> Let's not, let's not, anybody that's listening to this, let's not like, bring that up. We, we, don't okay. want, we don't want to expose them to that. I, okay. I, I wouldn't want to expose anyone yeah. to that. My children, my parents, anyone. Okay. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's talk about, let's, what, what did you want to talk about, Ash? Okay. <laughs> um, I'll just say that, you know, I don't think it's, to me personally, looking at the English translations, which is always subject to interpretation because Korean is, um, it doesn't look, it doesn't seem any more suggestive than anything else. I mean, they have a song called Naughty Hands, 
which I think they sung on one of the uh, music shows. So, mm. but you know, I'm not the one doing, you know, making the decisions. So, um, whatever. Um, before we go, um, I'll just mention a couple little things for uh, interesting tidbits for thought. Um, if any of you have ever wondered uh, where did the Asian V sign come from, this is um, from a site that I frequent quite a bit called um, ROKDROP. Um, Republic, so of course it's Republic oh. of Korea drop. Um, um, that moon, moon rock, or? Hmm? Is it, rock is drop that, is it that, dot com. Uh, rock, is that a new K-pop website, or? Is it um, they kind of cover, they cover more than K-pop. They cover uh, just general stuff about South Korea. Um, so okay. pretty much everything. Um, but this is just about... Um, because uh, this is something that I kind of didn't know, and I'm sorry if I'm late or behind, but it's still kind of interesting to me. Um, so the ubiquitous uh, Asian V sign that everyone gives when they take photos or, um, you know, go on TV or wherever, you know, they do it everywhere. Um, where does it come from? Um, you might be able to blame a U.S. figure skater for that. Um, mm. It seems like that the earliest um, origins date back to like the 1960s, caught on in the 1980s. Some people say it started with an American figure skater named Janet Lynn, who was favored to take home the gold medal in 1972. Um, she didn't. Um, she was and she was Japanese, actually. And huh. um, she fell. She was out of contention for first place. But she smiled and did the V sign. You know, she was like, mm. it's all right. I'm not taking home the gold. You know, I'm going to, you know, V for victory, and I'm going to smile. And um, she eventually took home a bronze, and apparently she said they could not understand how I could smile knowing it, that I cannot win anything. I couldn't go anywhere the next day without mobs of people. It was like I was a rock star, people giving me things, trying to shake my hands. Um, Lynn became a media sensation in Japan and the recipient of thousands of fan letters. During media tours around Japan in the years following the Olympics, she habitually flashed the V sign. A cultural phenomenon was born. So this is basically attributing the um, V sign to Japan. I have a feeling that Korea might have its own version of this. So, if that's the case, please do not inundate me with nasty letters. I'm just reading an interesting piece of news <laughs> that I found on a Korean, a news site ded dedicated to Korean news. Um, but um, if you have anything else, anything else to say about it, by all means, message us. Um, I haven't done this in a while, but this was kind of interesting. Um, K-pop secrets. Um, usual stuff that you would expect on there. But um, 
Uh, there's a new one I saw recently that was kind of interesting. Um, about uh, from for the frustrated fans, we shouldn't take K-pop seriously. Um, so uh -huh. this is kind of an interesting treatise on on that. Um, and this is from I don't know if they gave a name. They give a name or non-diplume. No. Okay. It's just anonymous. Um, but uh, this is basically what they said, paraphrased. I've seen a lot of authors posting up frustrated feelings on how they can't put up with K-pop and its recent truth unraveling scandals. I mean, since last year, we've gotten a ton of scandals that portray a different picture than what the entertainment business is painting to us. And I can't blame them. These authors really take K-pop too personally. Circa the beginnings of 2013, I was the same. I had undying crushes on idols and daydreamed about getting to meet them. It was the only thing I spoke about with, with my friends. K-pop was the center of attention in my life. I really believed the innocent, conservative K-pop image. Then every idol began getting a sexy concept. I learned about sponsors, their obsession with good looks, and then the scandals came pouring down one by one. The first one to really affect me was Myungsoo's. He was, still is, my ultimate male bias. And I remember always get, hoping he didn't have a girlfriend. Because according to me, that would really be the end for me. But when the entire <laughs> Ulzung thing surfaced, I got over it in one night. That experience really hit me. I realized that I was obsessing my life around something fake. And that it would only cause me emotional distress. I thought that I should leave the K-pop world, but I didn't want to, so I decided that the only way for me to stay was to face the reality straight on and accept the fact that I'll probably never even get to see face-to-face -face my idols. The Chris debacle happened. He was my bias from XO, and I remember feeling depressed and surprised when I heard about it. Heard about it. I wanted to cry, but then I remembered my goal about not keeping taking K-pop seriously and that shedding tears for Chris's departure would contradict it. This experience really made my goal possible. I haven't taken K-pop seriously for a couple of months and I've been more than happy with that. I actually talk about other things with my friends and being part of this fandom has become a much more pleasurable experience as I don't take fandom fights, rumors, and scandals too seriously so it doesn't stress me out. I still sometimes get waves of my previous obsessive fangirl, but I managed to control it in a few seconds. So for all those frustrated authors, don't take K-pop personally, and you'll see you'll be an even happier fan. So, I think Good for <laughs> this person was actually, you know, this is actually pretty, you know, um, reasonable K-pop secret. Don't, you know... It's it's all in good fun. Um, you know, our whole kind of thing with doing the podcast is just being able to kind of talk about it with other people that are interested in it. But, mm. you know, not to, like, break down in tears when you find out that, you know, your favorite group didn't get number one on Music Bank. Or, you know, you find out that your bias is dating someone. It's not that serious. And, um... Yeah, I mean, hopefully more people are coming to that conclusion. Um, 
it's kind of scary to think that there are a lot of people that think the opposite of that, but um, it at least one person learned from their experience. Mm. Um, any comments on the K-pop secret? You go first. Oh, okay. Um, well, kind of to talk like about the idea of like crying about your idols dating or whatever. I've only cried once about this, but it's not even about like dating. But it was when Sunye announced that she was getting married. Like mm. I cried, but that was because. Aww. I cried because in a way I was like, well, this is definitely kind of like puts a nail on Wonder Girls having a comeback anytime soon. And yeah, because I was like, well, once because I'm like, because I knew like he was like uh, a pastor, so I knew like, and he doesn't live in Korea, so I was like, well, this is gonna change everything. So I I cried, but I wasn't crying like, oh my god, I hate Sunny or why could, why did she do this to me? <laughs> but, I cried for many things. I cried for that, and I cried because I was just happy for her. And then it was, I was very emotional that day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, her wedding pictures and everything was just beautiful. Like I felt like I was like part of her wedding. I was like, oh my goodness! I'm like, yeah. look at the bridesmaid photos. These are like exquisite. I mean, like her wedding was just yeah. It could have been in vogue. It was was that that stylish but um Noah you have anything to add? Uh, I, I can like I think I have been like I don't think I have been that because I, I think I said it before I'm not I'm, I'm the kind of fan who's like pretty casual I'm not like even when if, if it's, even if it's 281 or Big Bang I'll be like oh I love them love them but should I buy this album or should I not I'm not that kind of fan but I have a couple of times, like when DBSK broke up, oh, I went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like literally went nuts. Like I remember Boa writing something. Like what did she write? She she wrote like, oh, you don't bite the hand you feed. That was Q like, I think that's Q What she said something. Yeah, she said like, something too. But I don't remember what exactly what she said. I think it was like, more neutral in a way. But Q was, was definitely the one that said, oh, you don't bite the hand that feeds you or whatever. And everyone, arms went up like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of them. I was, I, but she said something. I was like, I went on Twitter, like, no, bitch, you don't talk about them like that. You don't know them. Like, you, like who do you think you are? Don't, shouldn't you know better? I was like, <laughs> and I think I go different. Like, it goes in waves. I'm not. And that happened once with Big Bang and Winner. Like, Winner, during the whole reality show, I was, that was not pretty. That was not pretty at all. It was not a good look for me. I would, I went crazy because, as you guys understand, it wasn't like a competition. It was fan votes. And I went like a ninja on that shit. I remember that, like, <laughs> Team, B fan, <laughs> Team B fans found a way to vote, uh, in, uh, like, through faking a Korean phone number and I and I was like oh no they're gonna win over us and then I and then I went undercover on Twitter and I asked this team B fan oh oh can I get that code or how do you 
How do you <laughs> send a message? I'm a, I'm a Team B fan. I love Bobby. She's like, are you really a Team B fan? I'm like, yes, I am. And then I went on top and I was like, ha ha. I, I tricked, I, tr I got the secret. Now all Team A fans vote. And I went nuts. Like, so I could relate to her. Like, I don't know. Are you sure you can't still relate to her? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it can get intense, the whole fandom thing. But most I think there's a, a lot of interesting things she said. And just one thing I'll put out is just one thing where uh, he, she, whoever wrote this mentioned leaving the K-pop world. And I was thinking, like, what makes us all attracted to kind of, attracted to this to this thing, to this form of entertainment, you know, to K-drama, to K, to Korean music, to Korean movies. And at least with K-pop, it's, it's, it's like it's its own bubble of, of, Nonsense. I I don't even know how to explain it. It it's I just agree. it kind it's of sucks. It sucks you in, and it's just like it's you you you. Especially if it if if it's not. Especially if you're not familiar with it at all. If you come into it not having had any experience with it, like I know a lot of my friends that are Korean American, for example, and listen to like. We're like, oh yeah, I listened to Boa when I was 13 or whatever, and it's like they're like, you know, yeah, K-pop, whatever. But especially for people that have had no prior experience with it, and when you finally get exposed to it, it's like, it's just you know, going down the rabbit hole and never coming back, or you know, just going down there and being down there for a long ass time. And right. <laughs> until something finally kind of snaps you out of it, and I think the J Park, J Park thing kind of maybe snapped me out of it a little bit, and was kind of the kind of the thing that made me kind of take a step back and look at it from a more objective point of view. <laughs> <laughs> but it really, it really, it really sucks you in. Like I, I, I will say that with with. K-pop and their with their whole music machine, they've really kind of perfected this world yeah. of 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 um, singers and dancers and entertainers that exist solely for for their fans. Mm. And it, I feel like they've done it at a level that even America America was not able to do. Like I don't feel like. When America, you know, had their whole pop phase with Britney and NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, like it wasn't this intense, um, you know, because I, I rem when I, I remember them, I was in middle school when they all came out, and mm. you know, I listened to them, but you know, it's like okay, yeah, you know, it's pop music, but it wasn't like this, this kind of, this, this. Lifestyle. It's like a. It's like a freaking lifestyle. You know, people spend money on 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 this stuff. It's it's you you, you join fandoms. Um, it's actually I've seen that leak into um, American music a little bit. Um, British pop music. Um, believe uh, Justin Bieber fans are believers. Mm. Um, Little Mix fans are mixers. 
Um, Fifth Harmony, if you've ever heard of them, they're a, a girl group. Fifth Harmony, mm-hmm. they're harmonizers, I think. A lot of kind of up-and-coming young pop groups, American groups, are, are kind of co-opting the, the fandom name thing, but I don't think it's going to catch on here. I think people are kind of um, a little more... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, are a little more... Um, a less... Um, yeah. Well, I think yeah, Jonas, the yeah. Jonas Brothers have a fan club name or whatever, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, but they're not even together anymore, right? Because oh, one no. of them is like doing their own thing. No, they all went separate to do their own thing. Yeah. But yeah, well, yeah, fandom names that didn't really exist back during the insane Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears. Um, yeah. Not even. Or, I feel like uh, American fans are a lot more. They're too into their irony and. And everything, like, you know, there's just, you know, to really fully embrace K-pop. And then there's those of us, like me, like in 2008, I was still living, like, I was like, I was still 13 in middle school when I was, like, embracing it, like, wholeheartedly. I'm like, I'm back and as a preteen, and it just kind of... I don't know. Do you have anything? To, do you guys have anything to add to that? I feel like I'm 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 going on a rant here, but I, <laughs> I, I really feel like I I mean I'm sure everybody probably has a different different experience with it, but I I I really feel like it just kind of took a hold of like a part of me that was you know in the past, especially you know being in my twenties and you know, going through college and, you know, job searching and stuff, and it's like, oh, I'm going to go back to that 13-year-old part of you that loved the Backstreet Boys and read Backstreet Boy fan fiction on your um, Windows 95 computer back in the 90s, and I'm going to grab it, (laughs) take a hold of it, and, you know, just bring it to the forefront again. Yeah, no, I understand you because it was the same thing for me, like, I became a K-pop fan, like, back in 2007, and, you know, once, like, I got really deep into K-pop, you know, I got in deep, like, every day, it was going to the websites to check out the articles, going on YouTube, looking to see what I can find, because, you know, especially during that time, you know, you could find all the shows on YouTube, and all, there were these really good suburbs, because at that time, they, like, you know, the... Yeah, they everything to, was more condensed and, like... Everything was like there. one place, yeah. Yeah, so mm. I didn't, at that time, I didn't do downloading or anything on that stuff because everything was there for you on YouTube. And so, like, every day, it was just, like, watching all these shows. Like, I, I really got into variety shows because at that time, they were getting... All of them were getting really subbed, like, you know, like, X-Men and Love Letter, like all those oh. variety shows, like I would watch them religiously and then listen to the music. Like I was such, like you know with Wonder Girls and everything. And I was a really big Suju fan at that time. Like I was a big Super Junior fan. I was all about Dong Hae and like, trying to watch all their shows because at that time Super Junior were on had a lot of variety show variety shows. So I would watch that. And then I think the same thing with me too. It was like after the whole J Bum thing. It was kind of just like it kind of opened my eyes a little bit more mm. because it was just like because he was my favorite member in 2 p.m. and um, when he left, it was just kind of like 
this can happen here. Just like when, you know, how, like, because I was a big, like, Spice Girls fan. So when they mm-hmm. kind of had their dis, their disband, 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 you know, situation. Oh, yeah, Ginger Spice Lust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I was like, wait, this can happen in K-pop. <laughs> and so, and, like, it just kind of opened my eyes. Because I... Because, you know, you kind of feel like, oh, they'll all be together forever and yeah. all of this stuff. And then you kind of realize, oh, that doesn't happen. But even though I was so into K-pop, I was never the obsessed, jealous fan. Like, oh. like if my idol was dating, I, I, was well, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that. But, um, but like, I actually more like I ship idols together. Like, I'm always like, oh, they looked cute together. Oh, they would totally go together. Yo, I was a total, I'm not even, I'm going to admit it, I was a total Wonder Bang fan, and I still ship them. So he and Top and being and stuff together, I'd never shipped them together before, but, you know, now that they're in, like, ads together and official ads and stuff, I'm like, maybe it could work. You know, I don't know what it is. It's like the five, the five girls and the five guys and the perfect girl group and the perfect guy group you know it was just you know at that time when I got into it that was that was you know where they were at you know Big Bang was the top guy group girl, uh, Wonder Girls was the top girl group and it was just you know it was just you know all there you know, yeah, well, that perfect. works but I wasn't really a big fan of Wonder Bang I mean musically collaborating I thought it was good but like shipping them the only one I really cared for was Yeon and Daesung but the other couples I was like nah I didn't care <laughs> what I really well, wanted what I really wanted was Wonder Girls to collab with DBSK like that was what I really 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 wanted hmm, I never got been, it and that would have been interesting <laughs> mm. I think I think they would have done really well together, but uh, but like well, right but, now with Top and Sohee, I think it's that I like that. That's like those commercials are really, they're really getting my attention. I'm like, okay, I can, I and can. Allegedly, from several sources, online and offline, personally for me, I've heard that G Dragon and Sohee. No. No. <laughs> when she was. 16 and he was however old he was older than she was um i don't know how long it lasted but apparently they had something but hmm. uh, i wish it's not Maybe true not. and hope it wasn't true but i mean in the end it happened if it happened it happened i mean it's past news now but um yeah uh, no, uh, uh, when I, like when you guys talk about snapping out of it, like how deep into the phantom do you have to be to snap out of it? Like, because okay, I've had my crazy, crazed moments, <laughs> but I've never like checked all day their activities, and I don't go fighting about the on Tumblr or different sites. Uh, arguing. I don't know. I guess it depends on the person because with me. I have kind of an obsessive personality, so when I get interested in something, I have to look up. I'm on Google for like several hours looking up everything I can possibly can about that topic or, you know, whatever it is that I'm interested in. So I'm just like relentlessly researching about it. And, you know, K pop is like, okay, that's easy stuff to find stuff about. And so. 
and you know it's 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 very visual and it, it's musical and you know I'm really into like you know I'm in, I, I I like the arts so um you know so it it kind of, it just really appealed to me in like so many different ways um and then at that time I was also um you know I was working I was working somewhere so that was kind of also you know kind of a a, a, a release from work stuff you know was also the K-pop stuff and so you know, I think a lot of people have, you know, different stories probably as to how they got into it. But, you know, that that's kind of my whole thing of how probably how I eased into it. And then, you know, I just and and it just kind of nurtured my my interest in cultural um different cultures and stuff and then that led to me choosing graduate schools, and I, you know, I'm not going to go into that. But, but um, K-pop has had probably a lot more influence on my life than I probably would like to admit, but not, not completely, but it's, it's some. Yeah, but um, it's like, and, it's like, I'm oh, sorry, and. Oh, go ahead. Like, um, the thing is, like, we all three of us have been into K-pop for a while now. Uh, yeah. And, like, the, like, I honestly don't know how to handle getting older and being a fan. Like, because mm, it's like, because yeah. just because, like, uh, like so the older you get, the less, like, I'm, I don't want to be... I like, are we gonna become like the Japanese Ajumas? <laughs> like, 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 oh yeah, God. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that is something to think about with international fans. They haven't really had to think about that, you know. As some of us get older, you know, I how to deal with being fans. I like that's the one thing that I've seen on K-pop secrets a lot is being a Nuna fan. And a lot of them talking about, is it okay that I'm lusting after these underage teenage boys? And I'm like, well, yes. yeah, <laughs> kind of. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it, I, I don't think there's, there's any reason why you can't enjoy anything. It's just, depending on your age, you're going to view it differently. You're going to experience it differently. Yeah. But... Uh. Yeah, I mean, I guess because it, in the in a sense, for some people, it feels weird because the older they get, the younger the idols get. Because you know, they're all they all yeah. debut at a young age. But I mean, I feel like if in the end you enjoy it, I don't think you should really feel like, oh my god, there's something wrong with me or no, no, no. you're not. I mean, in the end, if you still enjoy K-pop, then you enjoy K-pop. Um, I mean, I still do. I've been a fan for what, like seven, eight years now, a K-pop fan, and and I'm still, I'm still here. I'm doing a podcast about K-pop, <laughs> you know, and I don't think that's good. And my 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 love for K-pop, I don't think it's gonna die anytime soon, really. So I don't know. I just, yeah. I something. I just continue on. I just continue going. Yeah, on like I said, it's just. It's just a natural thing. It's like as you get older, your experience is going to be different. But that doesn't mean that your your interest or your love for it is going to 
you know, just die out because, you know, you're older. Yeah, but I just, like, I agree, like, but, like, the older you get, like, if you, like, I feel kind of, like, oh, is this, like, am I too old for this or not? What, like, how am I supposed to handle, like, being an older fan? I'm not that old, um, but I'm, like, after you, it feels like, a lot of fans are young, and they're like, "I'm like, I cannot sit and argue with a like 16 year old about <laughs> whatever." I'm like, "Oh, this." I'm like, "Oh no, you did not talk about FX like that. Like, sit your ass down." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, but you know what? I think a great thing is that it's a good time to be a fan of stuff like that because the internet is really like really complicit in bringing older fans of things together and so you see a lot of that like you see a lot of people they're like yeah I'm older fans of uh, an older fan of, of this show or god I mean the little my little pony people the bronies whatever the hell they call themselves I mean <laughs> the guys right. like a show a cartoon show that's made for eight year olds I mean the way that that especially with the internet that's bringing people together, you can kind of, you know, find people that are interested in everything. And, and as long as it's, you know, as long as it's, it's, it's with, the, with good, innocent, you know, clear intentions, you know, there's, you know, you, you can, there's an audience, there's an audience for everything. That's true. I guess the one thing I'm wondering is uh, I don't see myself getting out of K-pop anytime soon at all. Like I've been I, I've been at this like for a good while now, a couple of more than a couple of years, and I still don't feel like oh I don't want to listen to K-pop. K-pop is like I'm not getting bored of it anymore. Now it's like it, I think I can I, I think I'm probably gonna listen to K-pop for many years to come. Eh, Do you guys feel like that? that? Yeah, I feel like that too. Like, yeah. I don't see it you know, going away from me anytime soon. Maybe within a few years from now, maybe my interest might start waning or whatever, but are you now. Start, or you may start listening to maybe like being more selective in who you listen to. But mm. there's nothing wrong with that, you know. That's true. As long as you're not like stalking, you know, the members and like leaving, you know, pieces of your hair on their doorstep, you know, and they and weird things like that. Yeah. You, you know, as, as long as you're, you know, being rational and inhuman about it. Yeah. Um, well, that's also the thing with us, like, because we're international fans, there's still, a, there's a still, like, kind of space in between us mm. and K-pop that we're still yeah. able to live our lives but still be fans. Unlike Korean fans, especially the Sasang fans, who are, yeah. like, so into them, like, their lives revolve around K-pop idols. I think for them, after a while, it'll start waning, and then they'll kind of be like, I'm done with K-pop. Because they really spend their time on everything on their K-pop idols. Well, yeah, that kind of obsession is, is yeah burns out after a while because I mean you can't sustain that kind of that obsession lifestyle. for like forever. Um, no. 
that's really um, impossible. Yeah, but us yeah. international international fans, like we have our own lives, and because we we have that space in between us. So yeah. mm. even if we're doing other things, in the end, we can still come home and go online and read about K-pop and listen to K-pop, and then it's still good to us, you know, and we can continue mm. going right. on. Yeah, we have that kind of space where we're not exposed to it 24/7. So, you know, we kind of feel like you know, oh, oh, it you know, like I feel like with international fans there's kind of this kind of thing of like, oh, we're special, you know, cuz we listen to Korean music and that kind of thing. Yes. And there's that kind of kind of feeling going through the community. And that's another thing that I want to address I had uh, talked to Noah earlier about that I'm starting to see with a few people online and others and you know you've seen it with other people like Chad Feature um, some non-Koreans getting into K-pop and it's like how does that work I mean if, if you're a non-Korean and you're in K-pop does that cease then cease to be K-pop I mean, <laughs> you know, mm. if you're non-Korean and 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 you're singing Korean music and or you're singing music, I I mean, honestly, I mean, it K-pop music, oh, it it a lot of it is 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 modeled after you know mainstream music anyway. I mean, it's it's not. I mean, some of it is is kind of throwback stuff, but it's. A lot of it is not that different from what a lot of people listen to on the radio. So, you know, somebody trying to say, oh, I'm going to make a K-pop group that has no Koreans in it. I mean, what is what is what are they trying to do? Um, so, um, we don't have to answer that right now. But I'm just saying that's something that <laughs> I, I kind of want to look in. I, I would love to look into a little more because I, I'm seeing that starting to kind of pop up a bit and um, it, it's interesting it's um, yeah that's all I, I can mean, say I, yeah. of, oh, go ahead no. <laughs> I think like uh, what, was I, what was I supposed to say I am also thinking like okay I'll, I forgot what I was supposed to say Kiara you talk <laughs> um, well, I guess I guess it's kind of the effect of Hallyu because because of Hallyu now you have non-Korean people like but speaking about with within Asians like you have like Japanese and you have Chinese and like people from other Asian countries going to Korea to become idols there instead of idols in their own countries and I think it's really the effect of Hallyu and but the thing is it's different from being Asian and being non-Asian and trying yeah. to get into K-pop is such a different thing because it's not like when people who are not American but try to come to America it's a different it's a different whole thing because like in the end we don't have American pop or whatever yeah. it's just pop or we don't have American hip hop it's just hip hop you know I mean it's just hip with many different genres but with K-pop it's a, a specific genre it's Korean pop so mm. to have complete a group of complete non-Koreans, especially non-Asian group, it's just it's so out of kind of out of the box in a way, and 
kind of weirder to think about than like having you know girl group like Wonder Girls coming into the U.S. Like it's it's just mm. different. Despite yeah. the fact that they're, is, the fact they're not American, and them trying to come, trying to ha get a career here, it doesn't feel as weird as an a whole American a American group trying to come into K-pop. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't want to say it like this, I don't. I don't want to make it sound bad, but it's like most mainstream music in in the world pop is white people. That's the honest God truth. Like. Is mostly like Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, and whatever, and there's some African Americans also, but mostly it's white people. So, mm. like someone who's non-Asian or, or non-Asian trying to come into K-pop, it feels like, for me personally, like you already have like pop everywhere else in the world. Do you need to really get into K-pop? Like if you want to do music, you don't have to do K-pop music. You don't need to do music. And, yeah. I'm, and I know people are gonna say I'm that this what I'm saying is racist, but it's not because and well, I kind of see in a sense because when you think about the music scene in America, I mean you can't help but notice how many Asian musicians can you name? How many Asian artists can you name? Very few. You know, it's very hard for Asian artists to get foothold in America and get popular um, for a variety of reasons. And we've seen it with certain K-pop idols that are American, that are Korean-American, like um, Ailey, um, or American, uh, Korean-Canadian, and they go to Korea and to have their career because, I mean, frankly, they're they have a better chance there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's the that's the truth, and that's why it's different from Wonder Girls trying to come to America and try to make it, versus like American an American, mostly a white American, trying to come into K-pop and be a K-pop artist. Like, just part of the idea of being a K-pop idol is. Weird, weirdly enough, being Asian, you have to be Asian. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. At least not to me. Yeah, and I just think it'll be more difficult, like, for a non-Asian to. I mean, like, there are celebrities who are non-Asian that are popular in Korea, like Beyonce or like you know American artists and stuff like that. But they feel that. But then, I think. Oh, I don't know. I'm not Korean, so I can't speak for them. But I kind of they think maybe they put them in a separate box, yeah, a separate like idea like of what a celebrity country. is. They, like they're international celebrity, like they would be in any other country. But yeah. then, like Korea's got their own thing. Yeah, so it's just like I feel like it'll be it'll be weird. And to be honest, like I don't. Well, with Chad Future, uh, I don't know really. I know oh. him. I've never yeah. listened to actually listen to him, but I can kind of tell it's kind of like, uh, no. But um, I don't know. I feel like we'll have to see because I don't know. I because I especially with like you know K-pop secrets in other places, I'm always seeing people like because you know a lot of these K-pop um, companies they have a lot of international um, what's it called um, auditions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of non-Asian people go to these auditions. 
and stuff like that. So, you know, I find it interesting, and maybe it can succeed, but I don't think if it would, or maybe it'll be a bit more harder if the whole group is non-Asian. Like, maybe if you have yeah. one or two members that's non-Asian, but the rest are, like, Korean and Japanese and all that mixed together, I yeah. think would do good or okay, or at least, you know, go somewhere. But if it's just non-Asians, it's going to be slightly more difficult, I think. Yeah. Especially for just the Korean audience to kind of, like, really somehow, how can I say it, like, connect to them, you know? Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah. future episodes... Um, I'll call Chad Features people if Chad Features people will call me. So I'm just putting that out there. But yeah, um, I think that's a fascinating topic to go into. Um, uh, obviously, at another time when we have more time. But um, uh, anything else that you guys want to kind of bring up that happened this week or um, anything that you noticed or any breaking news that you wanted to bring up before we sign off for the week? Mm. Uh, not really for me, but except that, have you guys seen that Microsoft ad with 2Anyone? I heard that, that there was a, a Microsoft ad using their music. Is it is it an international ad? Yeah, it is, I think. Yeah, okay. it is. It's on YouTube. It's okay. I just wondered, have you guys seen it? Like, it's a like they're pretty much like dissing no. uh, Apple. No, that's the only thing I could think about. I talking. remember I was in a class at college. It was a PR marketing class, and there was this one kid. He actually interned at the Korean embassy with me, but he tried desperately to like convert the whole class into like two new one fans. Like, he showed the I am the best music video and like everything. He's like, aren't these girls awesome? And I remember like well, he's the, right. teacher, the professor or somebody saying like, I didn't know they could show like skin like that in Korea or something like that. Something like that. But I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know they could wear stuff like that in Korea. I was. I like, think I think they confuse a lot of people for some weird reason. Confuse South Korea with North Korea. Yeah. Yes. Same thing, which is totally not true. So. Yeah. When people say like that, I'm like, cause you pro I'm like, you're saying that because you probably you totally think that South Korea is like North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and we each had countries, and he took South Korea, too, before I was able to get it. So kind of had a grudge against him, but whatever. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else to mention? Um, I just want to say I look forward to just recap everything. I look forward to Orange Caramel's comeback. I look forward to Kara's comeback. Um, next month, September, I look forward to 2PN's comeback because, Lord, do I miss these men. Um, <laughs> yes, men. Yes, men. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, the only men I accept shirtless. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, as for Yeun, Hot Felts, you know, Great job. I love the album. Screw all you haters. Whatever, Edison. <laughs> um, same thing with, with Sistar. This comeback was Wonder great. Girls Wonder Girls Forever. Wonder Girls Forever, 
yes. Yes. Um, sister, <laughs> great, <laughs> sister, great comeback. I love everything. And F you all haters who keep like, why do they keep winning? They keep winning because they're just that awesome. Okay? So. I totally agree. And on that uh, note, I also want to... I also want to talk about winner. They're gonna have their comeback. <laughs> they're gonna have their, they're not comeback. They're gonna have their debut next week, and they're gonna perform. They're gonna have a total of how many? Eight performances or twelve? And so they're gonna be on all the shows. So I'm looking forward to it. And if you don't know about winner, like take a listen to their album on YouTube, wherever you're gonna like. I promise you, you will like the album if you have if you have taste. <laughs> no, it's like if you don't know, you better ask somebody. Cause winner, the inner circle is where you want to be. I don't want to yes, be in the inner circle. Sorry. You don't have to be in the inner circle. It's enough that you like and love and adore and praise the Lord. That call, no, I'm not, <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. Get okay. Him, give, give winner. So give that, <laughs> so Give winner a chance. That okay. note, You're that good. Join the inner circle. Yay! <laughs> on that note, thank you for listening to us for this week. Um, as always, you can um, write to us at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com with suggestions, comments, complaints. We're also <laughs> on Tumblr, Not Your Average Netizens. We're on Twitter at NYAN Edizens. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Twitter. We're on um, on there, and what else? We're also on Facebook. Not your average netizens. Also on Facebook, and we are also on iTunes. So um, yes, if you um, are on iTunes and you you know listen to podcasts on there, um, please go on there, download us, leave comments, uh, leave. Um, Ratings for us, um, good or bad, because, um, you know, better than nothing. So, um, yes, um, definitely, um, if you can, download us off of iTunes. You can also um, get us off of SoundCloud. Um, and if you're on Omona and you're just lazy, you can get us off of Omona. We usually post on Omona or SoundCloud. Um, account as well um, and yeah I think that's it for this week and um, thanks for joining us um, this is Ash and Kiara and Noah yay hey. it worked this time yay <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for joining us and listening to our podcast and we will see we will see all of you next week alright bye bye, bye. bye. Take care, guys.